Hello, world. You are listening to Townley Money Basics, the podcast that helps you improve your financial knowledge. I am your host, Sean Townley. Welcome, world, to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty bitty pieces so I can understand it better, and hopefully you can too. Today, we're talking about capitalism. Capitalism is an economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profit rather than the state. So I know that this is a bigger concept. I know that this is more macroeconomics than micro. It's not personal finance. But I thought it was important for us to understand what capitalism is. You may have heard the term. You may have heard people throwing it around. You may hear people talking good about it, talking bad about it. The fact of the matter is it's part of our culture. It's part of our country. And it's how we do business. There are several countries around that are state-run. So a lot of the bigger industries like uh, gas and oil, it's all owned by the state or the you know the country itself, not by private citizens. So we're going to get into capitalism because I think I think what you need to understand about capitalism is you need to understand the bigger picture, like I was saying. So it will help you with your finances. If you understand what's going on in the bigger world around you, I think you can position yourself maybe a little bit better with your personal finances. I think that's always going to be the case. So you kind of have to look around every once in a while. Yes, most of it, 90%, maybe 80% if you go to Pareto's Rule, 80% of what you do is going to make you most of your fortune. But understanding the bigger picture, I think, will help as well. Number two is you know understanding the system, how it works, allows you to find opportunities to improve your financial situations. So if you know that stuff's going on in the world, like the war in Ukraine, for instance, or if you know, and you understand the industries that are dependent on that, you know, like the weed industry, and and you know that you have holdings of that, you may want to decide to invest in something else. Or if you know that oil prices are going to go up, you may want to invest in some oil companies. So it's, it's not always a bad thing to understand what's going on in the world. I think you should keep up with world events anyway. But it could play a part, and capitalism certainly plays into that, especially here in the United States where most companies are owned by private individuals, and, and it's how stocks are. You know, you, you can own some of these businesses as well. So understanding that bigger picture will also help you out with that. And you know, this could improve your financial situation, especially like, say, for instance, I work in IT. So I work with Cisco, Microsoft, uh, you know, VMware, all these other companies. If I know they're doing strong in a business or if a lot of people in my industry are using it, I may want to invest into it. So look at the world around you. Look at the things you like. If you like to go to Starbucks, maybe you want to invest in Starbucks. I mean, look around and see what interests you. Find out about the company. See how they've been doing in the past. See if they have something that's going to help boost their stock going forward. And then maybe you can invest in it too. I mean, capitalism works, so it, it helps everyone. In fact, we're going to go into the argument for capitalism. So why a lot of people like it is it's promoting market competition and innovation and it lifts a lot of people out of poverty. So this is true. You don't have to be a certain class of citizen to invest in stock, right? I'm not saying it's easy to or you would have money to, but it is an opportunity to own a little piece of a company somewhere else. And, and promoting that market competition usually drives down prices, not always. You know, sometimes when there's not enough competition going on, prices continue to go up. We see that kind of in the oil industry. We see it in some of the, the technologies out there. And so, you know, you want to have enough out there for competition and then innovation, right? Because everybody's going to want to stay ahead. So if I'm in first place and I want to stay there, you're going to want to innovate. So capitalism kind of promotes that. If it's state run, like, you know, uh, like a water company that has no competition, you know, they're going to need to meet the needs of the customer, but, you know, maybe not as innovative as, as another company that's trying to stay ahead and market share, right? 
promoting opportunity regardless of social and economic background. So we talked a little bit about this. So you can start a company if you're if you live in the United States, you're a United States citizen. I mean, even if you're not a citizen, you can start a business. There's nothing to prevent you from doing that. So it, if you're in a communist country, it may not be easy to do that because the state owns everything. You really have very few possessions. But here, when you're work when you're in a capitalistic society, you can start your own business, hang out your own shingle. You can you can sell your goods and services. Whatever you want to do, you can start your own business. That's one of the great things about being in America is that you can have your own business, and a lot of people do. And if it's not your thing, you don't have to. You can go to work for someone else. That's that's fine. But lots of businesses are started. A lot of businesses go away. But you have the opportunity to do it. And that's regardless of your social or economic background. It allows workers and consumers the freedom to earn and spend their money the way they want to, right? So if you have a choice in the market, and you decide to promote one company over another, if you like Ford better than Chevy, you have the opportunity to do that. Whereas in a state-run business, you may have one type of car, and that's it. If you want a car, you buy the car from the state. Well, that doesn't work here, so there's many choices, and the market will allow for, for many different choices. So believing on your personal beliefs and what you think to be the better product is, you can go work for that company. Well, I mean, you have to get hired still, but I mean, you can go to work for that company or, or the or the competition of the company if you don't believe in what the other ones are doing. And then you feel free to spend the money that you make endorsing the products that you want to, the goods and services. So I think that's a great argument for capitalism. Now, what are some of the arguments against capitalism? So some of the arguments against capitalism are it promotes the interest of large corporations and businesses instead of individuals. Now, of course, as, as businesses become bigger, you know, you start off little, but you end up getting bigger and bigger. You're going to have more and more influence going on. And sometimes you'll see that larger businesses don't have, you know, they're not interested in having a lot of competitions for some startups and the government will have to kind of come in and kind of step in and say, Hey, you know, you need to give them more opportunity. So, I mean, that is, that can be a downside is that the more money you make, the bigger the corporation, you, you start lobbying in Washington. That's a whole nother episode. Don't want to get into the politics of it, but you have more influence because you have more money to do so. And so that some people see that as kind of an argument against. And then you start forgetting about the little people. You start forgetting about the individuals who also have to live in the same society as capitalism. Uh, the second thing is criticized for disproportionately benefiting those of having existing resources and capital to support their vision. So it is much easier to make money when you start off having money, for sure, you know, as whereas someone else may not have the resources or they need to invest in their talents. You know, it's not always fair, certainly not equal, but sometimes once you started making money, it's easier to keep making money or to scale once you have. So, I mean, that, that that's one of the things. So how do you keep things equal? I mean, that's a great question. I'm not going to solve that here in this podcast, but it's certainly something to think about. But it's one of the things that people argue against capitalism or say that capitalism has some flaws. And then finally, it, it, it is totally dependent on a culture of consumption. So as you get these these companies getting bigger, everybody talks about getting bigger, better, faster. You know, there's no, there's no room for just static, right? If you stay in one place, chances are someone's going to pass you up. So there's a lot of pressure on the citizens of the United States to consume, right? When you hear about we're having economic trouble, we talk about people aren't spending their money, right? If they start saving too much money, that causes businesses to have problems. Businesses have problems and they start to lay off people and it's a vicious cycle that starts to happen. So you have to kind of watch out for that as well. So one of the downsides to capitalism is the the constant need for consumption. So, and you see this in the market all the time, right? 
the newest iPhone's coming out. Last year's, you know, oh, it's old. You know, you need to get a new phone. There's a lot of pressure from the marketing side to continue to make people want to spend, spend, spend. So capitalism. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities here. I mean, there, and there's a lot of, of benefits of it. It gives you an opportunity if you understand the game or if you understand how it works a little bit better. Maybe you can take advantage of some of those and, and make your own wealth out of it. Uh, on the other side, if you're not very knowledgeable of it or if you're, you know, if you're not taking advantage of all the cues that are around you, then it can be to your detriment. You can be left behind and the wealth gap will get even larger. So I'd love to hear your thoughts about it. You can reach out to me. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can also find me at LinkedIn at Sean Townley. I even have a Twitter account at Sean Townley. Reach out to me there. I'll start monitoring that a little bit more. And then you can finally go to my website, seantownley.com. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Townley Money Basics. Goodbye, world.